2: Hello, this is Ken Roshan. I am in Tampa, Florida. Just landed about 20 minutes ago. We had a horrific storm keeping us up in the air, and I am just glad no lightning bolts knocked us out of the sky, and that uh, the Amplified show would be affected. So we are driving to uh, the hotel on the event, and we are excited to have Patricia Love, the Ra-Ra agent. And Patricia, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing awesome. I'm just excited to be here. I'm thrilled, and I'm glad you made it safe. Uh, uh, I'd be more worried about that storm, so I'm just happy you're in a car and uh, on the way to the hotel.
2: Well, I, I thought, you know, what's Patricia going to do? I mean, no one's going to be able to have a conversation with her, and then you'd only have answers on the show. So I just, I was determined to tell the pilot, we need to get down there soon so I can get her on the show. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Maybe we could have just done, you know, through Wi-Fi on the uh, on the airplane. That could have been fun.
2: You know, with us uh, circling around Tampa, that is actually true. Uh, I, I could have at least texted some of this stuff. I don't know if I could have called, but uh, yes, I Yeah, think we can. could have had a whole group
0: yeah. airplane. You could have had the whole whole airplane on uh, the, uh, the the whole the show. It would be fun.
2: <laughs> that would have been fun. So we have to give a shout out to Orly because we met uh, last year on the Social Wow Factor, and Orly and Moore put together. That, that cruise and brought together some of the coolest, most powerful social people, uh, so, social and media people, uh, influencers and thought leaders together, and you were one of the stars in the show uh, event, and I was blown away by how big a following you have on, on Facebook. So I wanted to ask you, how, how did you grow your, your following, your fan base that big?
0: You know, uh, honestly, I organically... And I've been very, very lucky because I think a lot of people out there are just looking for a lot of just positivity and inspiration. The world is so kind of crazy with all kinds of negative stuff. that people are definitely looking for their own personal cheerleader. And, and um, that's what I became. I started this fan page a few years back, and everybody kind of started dubbing me the cheerleader. And that's kind of how it got born. And uh, it, it, And the name of the Facebook page is Life's Cheerleader. And it, I just started growing it, and I think people just really loved the fact that there was positive affirmations every day, and they could go there knowing that there would be no negative, no negativity, just rah-rah and excitement all of the time. So that's pretty much how I grew it, and it's just, it continues to grow to this day.
2: So how many uh, fans do you have are on your business page? And uh, before you answer that, I just want to say that every single person on the, on the cruise they had monster fan bases, and I was, you know, curious how their engagement was. And your engagement, as well as everyone else's, was through the roof. It was, it was really organic, like you said.
0: Yes. And I actually have, like, a lot of them on the cruise. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, like you said, stars on, on that um, cruise. My, my page has about almost, it's closing in on about 140,000. I think it's 137-something right now, 137,000 followers. And I have a, a good engagement on a regular basis because, as we all know, it's really who's engaging uh, daily. But, I, I, you know, I range anywhere from twenty to 30,000 sometimes people in engagement.
2: Yeah, that's phenomenal. And so people are really cheering you on for your, your cheerleader message.
0: Absolutely. You know what? Cheerleaders need to be cheered on, too. We also need our own cheerleaders. It's, uh, it's uh, what we all need. We all need people to support us. We all need people behind us saying, you can do it, you know, never give up, never surrender. So that's kind of my philosophy, Ken. It's just always been that way. And even when, the, when down, times are down and the, and the things, it's, it's how I uh, get by. I, I, I pull out that inner cheerleader.
2: Well, it's it's such a great segue you're giving me because I am in the car with Lizette LaForge. Woo-hoo! And see, yeah woo well,
0: Woo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so she is uh definitely a, a cheerleader. Camp. I, uh, I'm inspired and she keeps me uh jumping up and down with those tassels and uh
1: <laughs> I love so, it. Uh
2: you know, Lizette's actually the one who brought me to probably an event that if you were to connect all the dots would have led me to the social wow factor because Lisette was one of the very first people that when the Umbrella Syndicate started, she says, I have an event you can go to in Atlanta and I haven't found too many things that I'm doing these days that doesn't somehow connect back to that, that very magical event. Isn't it cool that uh, the way you start and the cheerleader that you're with in the beginning, if they stay with you, how you can connect so many dots to that success?
0: If everything connects if you really look at it I, I think it truly is uh what is his name bacon everything's six degrees or something I mean there's everything comes around and everything is universe and it's just amazing when you put yourself out there amazing things happen but things come right back to the same types of people and and all kinds of things open up for you
2: you know uh this is my first time I'm going to be saying this but Uh, at least on the air, is that the six degrees of separation is an offline formula, I think, with social media and what we're doing with uh, actually really growing our networks socially online, is that it's Mm -hmm. getting closer to one one degree of separation.
0: That's that's probably very true. (laughs) That's probably... But you know, the six degrees of separation, that was back in the day. Now things have changed, right? (laughs) They have. (laughs) It's getting closer and closer.
2: Well, if you're in organizations that are just filled with thought leaders or you're in the social wow factor where someone has a, a fan base of 812,000 people, <laughs> like Anna right. Pereira with Wellness Universe and uh, Sharia Elite, so that, that's really incredible how many connections we were able to make on that uh, that social wow factor cruise, even though that cruise maybe had 35 people, they, they were so powerful, you wouldn't need to be on a cruise with three or 4,000 people. They had... Beyond that, in their networks,
0: absolutely. And because we were spreading the uh, the wow factor every day on the internet, whenever I could get a chance, I was uh, putting things up and letting people know what we were doing and where we were going. And uh, as we were headed to Bermuda, but it was a phenomenal cruise the the Social Wow Factory. And I'm just excited we're going to get to go on another one.
2: Do you have the details handy? I know we could just tell our guests that they can go to Social Wow Factory. Uh, dot com and, and go ahead and Google it and look it up. But do you recall the, uh, the itinerary, the price, and the dates? Because I can always post uh, there. It.
0: Not, a, not to the exact. I, I know that it leaves on the 25th and comes back on the 2nd of October. Okay. And I believe that there definitely is still some tickets left and some uh, good uh, rooms to, so certain they could go to the Social Wow Factor on uh, Facebook and uh, find out the exact pricing. But we're going to, it's a seven-day um, itinerary, and what I do know is we're headed off to Haiti and Jamaica and Grand Cayman and one place in Mexico, and, and it's just going to be a phenomenal trip. So it's going to be, there's going to be so much energy on that ship that it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, it's going to be so positive that it's just, uh, it's, the whole ship's going to radiate.
2: I, I agree. And and I have been to Haiti. That'll be my 104th country. So I'm, I'm excited to add one more little click. In fact, I'm wearing my shirt today called the Centurion World Traveler. And the back of the shirt has the 206 countries with little boxes next to them so you can check them off as you go.
0: Awesome. I love it. I am going i haven't been to Grand Cayman, so I'm going to check that one off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, would you agree, like, like, let's just pretend like the price to go on this is a couple thousand dollars, which I don't think it's,
0: that far off. No, I, yeah, I don't think it's that much. It's probably about $1,000 per person, somewhere in that way, right, depending on the type of room you get.
2: So, would you agree that someone that invests $1,000, they're almost getting a 10-factor back just because when you're learning from these people and you apply just a couple of these nuggets, your business grows by you know, at least $10,000? I, I will say that. Oh, yeah
0: I'd probably even say higher than that, Ken. I mean, it really is, especially if you put yourself into it. Um, and you delve into it and, and just take a few, like you said, just a few nuggets away and then put them to work for you, um, it's amazing. Um, I came back and I had such an incredible, and I have a great business, but I came back and had it just did even more business. It's, so it's just because your enthusiasm and your excitement, and it really just keeps going as long as you... Believe in yourself also. I mean, there's, there's some of that, but absolutely, take those nuggets away from there and, and put them to work. You're going to definitely get money back.
2: Well, um, I, I agree with you because I was going to add to that that when I said 10000 I was saying, like, you know, your minimum. It's not a guarantee, but it's like a minimum that you would get out of meeting the kind of people yep. and learning what you learn on this. I, I will say that my show, Amplified, has had probably 20, 25 percent of my guests have come from that experience, either directly or from them referring me someone that should be on the show. So that's the thing. When you're dealing with influencers and thought leaders, they're connected to the same kind of people. So you, you have almost an endless supply of people that you would be like-minded and like-hearted and, and, and also just uh, inspired by.
0: Absolutely. No, I mean, I've done the same thing. I've actually started working with some of the people that I uh, was on the ship with or the cruise with. And it's just uh, escalated from that and, and broadened my horizons. And I, it's amazing how much more my network is, or my, what you want to call these days the tribe, that's grown. And it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. And, great, and made great friends besides that, like you. <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. And,
2: and, you know, we haven't had a chance to really do any business, but we made such a connection on the ship that when we get together and ship this next time, it wouldn't be surprising to me that we would be able to actually create something that would be that second frequency and, and really cause 2017 to be a lot better for both of us. But I, I did do a lot with Bert Leva and I did do a lot with uh, Orly. And uh, I, I have probably about four or five events that I did as a result of that, and they were all very big events.
0: I know, and I just need to get you out to Seattle. See, I'm just at the other end of the, you know... The world, that's to some people.
2: <laughs> so. Well, it, it kind of is, especially when you live in DC. I mean, uh, when I travel these countries, they say, and "I say, they say, where are you from?" I say Washington DC, and they go, "Which one?" And they go, "No, there's only one DC." I
0: and know. The other one. I know. It is state. funny. Yeah. I have to say that too. I have to say what State, not DC.
2: <laughs> right. Well, I was just in your neck of the woods. Uh, I guess a couple hours away because I went to Spokane for uh, the Energy Science and Technology conference and that was four days long. So I couldn't, I I had literally zero leeway. I was really flying from one event to another. I've been on the road almost 25 days this month. So this has been, it's an extraordinary month. And every event that I went to, I can't say, ah, that wasn't that important. Every one of them were significant. I just came from Las Vegas with uh, an event called You Will Change the World with Peter Anthony. And that was just, what a concept he is getting influencers, thought leaders, Speakers that are uh, that that have the theme that they can actually change the world, and so he's bringing the audience in that re- resonates with that, and they're being taught how they can change the world too.
0: That's cool. awesome because we all, you know, just one person just it starts it. It's a ripple effect, you know. So we just keep going. I love it. I love hearing that.
2: And then the event that I did in your neck of the woods, the Energy Science and Technology Conference, that was a conference with some of the, the greatest minds in the United, in the world, not the United States. They were flying in from all over the world and these were scientists that have really almost And you were there? The you were there again? I was
0: there.
2: I spoke there. I spoke there. It was like two weeks ago and it's amazing how time's flying by, but these these uh geniuses, I'll just make it very clear, they're they're defying the odds of what you need to make a motor work. They don't use batteries, they don't use uh, fuel, oil, gas—they're doing it through uh, magnetic. They're doing it through just all kinds of interesting <laughs> means, and they—it was—it was pretty cool because they had a, a certain amount of paranoia because they—they—they they, they had such cutting-edge ideas that they were afraid they could be stolen or that they would right. be depressed or something right. like that. So yeah. um, it's interesting how social media actually brings community together and brings. Great ideas to the world because if you think about something like a phenomenal idea that doesn't have the right marketing, that idea could die with the person because no one knows about it. And then the second thing right. is, if someone has a great idea, it getting stolen because it wasn't uh, it wasn't protected.
0: Right. So,
2: that, so those are just a couple of things. I want to hear your story, of course.
0: Gotta have so many. Which one is this? No. <laughs> I want to hear
2: the story of your. I want to hear the story of when you became. Uh, I guess the entrepreneurial, the serial entrepreneur, the wow factor person?
0: Well, actually, I've been, I actually, beyond, I've been an entrepreneur for, gosh, probably 40 years. Um, and there, the story behind this actually is um, i actually been very successful. Right now, I'm very successful. Things are going awesome. But about, probably, I want to say, Nine years, or maybe seven, eight years ago, actually came to a head, and I'll kind of explain that a little bit, because, uh, and I'll kind of go backwards just a tad bit, but, you know, growing up, I was always entrepreneurial. My, My dad was a salesperson and entrepreneurial. He always had his own businesses. And I actually grew up reading, um, my, one of my very first books was uh, Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill. I think I started, I picked that up at like 14 because my dad was, uh, you know, reading those kinds of things. But I, I, my childhood and everything wasn't the, the best The different things because I kind of uh, went forward uh, with, I lost my sister, I lost my father early. So, a lot of things were kind of coming to a head, even though I was quite successful. But if you fast forward now to about 2009, everything in my life really um, actually came to a head. And 2009, my mom passed away. My uh, husband uh, left me for somebody else. My (laughs) mother-in-law passed away. Uh, my Let's see, I was $140,000 in debt. And the real estate industry at that time uh, was crashing. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so there was a lot of stuff coming together, and I was trying to figure out how this successful person that I had been in the past, how, you know, how this had all happened to me, and why did I let it happen to me. And, you know, there's kind of playing that poor victim uh, kind of thing. Is like, I can't believe that I'm just sitting here in a pile of, uh, crying in tears because everything that I felt that I'd known was just falling apart. And I really, literally, Ken, got to the point where I wasn't even sure if I was going to have a, a house to live in or a mortgage, you know, I, if I was going to have a house in 30 days. So it, it came down to some very, very serious thinking and serious uh, life changes, and And I have to step back just a little bit because a lot of this came to a head because, like I said before, I'd always been very successful, but I kind of believed that there was always something that was blocking me because, you know, sometimes we can sabotage ourselves, we can get up and make a lot of money, but then we just don't need to get over that big hurdle and we kind of go backwards a little bit. And there was some parts of my life that uh, between um, a father not being in there and I was also, and I'm going to bring this up only because it can help other women, is it not be a victim, is that I was also raped twice when in my younger years and just kind of got into some bad situations. But I was able to pull myself out of it. But the bottom line is when you have these things happen to you, And then you kind of wonder why you're not moving forward in some cases, even though to outside people you were very, very successful. So I want to just quickly say, though, in 2009, it basically came to a head. I was literally, Ken, laying on my floor crying, trying to figure out what the heck I was going to do with the rest of my life. And I have to tell you, I'm not sure if you love animals or not, but I have a cat named Hula. And as I was crying, this cat came up to me, put her paw on my arm, and basically looked at me with these big soulful eyes and says to me that I felt you saying, don't give up, Mom. You can do this. You can do anything. You're smart. I need you. The world needs you. You have gifts to give. And I don't know whether it was the universe can or the cat speaking, God speaking to me or whatever, but I knew right then and there I had to make a decision to change my life completely. And that starts the next day. It had to start that day. And that's actually when I started writing uh, my formula my ultimate formula to happiness that's kind of where that that came from so that's kind of how it started and and um, because of, of what I went through and uh, it was about a couple a year or so to kind of bring all this to fruition I was able to get out of debt I was able to have a completely successful businesses today um, my life is excellent and my mindset is clear just because I had to go through this particular, you know, time of failure, basically, and not knowing whether I was going to have a, house, uh, you know, a roof over my head.
2: So I, I would like to cut in and say, uh, you gave me a lot of things I want to share. One is I am a cat lover and okay. cats, <laughs> cats do have that intuition of their, their, their master or their mom and dad. They, they, they do reach out. I, I've never they not had my cat around me. when I'm, If I was sad, the cat is always around me letting me know it's there. And I do know exactly what you're talking about when your arm is out and they put yep. their arm on top of you.
0: It was insane. It, it, it was just incredible.
2: Yeah, I'm a big cat lover, for, and I relate completely to what you're saying, but also I've just been to these uh, events where they were saying exactly that, is that when you're hit that hard and it doesn't look like you could take any more that's when the biggest breakthrough is about to happen in your life because you're going to choose whether you're going to win or not. And exactly. I know you said you got out of that mess with 140000 and you got back on your feet, but I'd be curious for you to share how you did it.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I was down, and I just really had to make a decision. And, again, I want to I uh, really emphasize the fact is it wasn't something that I was going to do the next day. This was something that I actually, when I listened to Hula My Cat, I knew I had to do it right then and there and create a plan. And I actually started writing down my formula, and, and then I had to start working the formula. But the very first thing that I needed to do, Ken, was I needed to acknowledge exactly where I was at. Because I find that if you can't acknowledge where you're at, then you can't fix it. And so as scary as it was to really make that decision to open up those bills, because you know how some people, they just don't want to see the bills because they're like, you know, they're afraid because they know they're big there and they're there, they're like hovering, and you don't want to open up the envelope because they don't go to the mailbox, those kinds of things. Well, it, I, I was kind of trying to put my head in the sand a lot. Of, and um, so I, I opened up the bills. I, I, even though it hurt me, I looked at that, and I said, okay, all right, so I owe that, okay, I owe that, I owe that. But I also had to realize that and put myself in this position I've got to do some things right now to change my life I also needed to realize that I needed to start my second part of my my formula was that was to forgive and that was to forgive other people I had to forgive the, like the people in my past the people like my sister who passed away I had to forgive my father I had to forgive my the rapists that I had I had to forgive these people because they were holding my energy so I was not as capable of moving forward as quickly because I had all this baggage behind me that I was just holding on to. And once I was able to forgive, it's amazing the, the energy and the opportunities began to open up for me. The third thing that I needed to do was I needed to really accentuate on my mindset. Now, I've always had a positive mindset, but I needed to really work it on a daily basis. Every single day I needed to make sure I did... Um, affirmations. Every single day I needed to make sure I kind of stepped back from negativity. Every day I needed to make sure I surrounded myself with positive people. So those were the first three things. And then the fourth thing I wrote down is that I had to be accountable. And I had to have, not only be accountable to myself, but I needed to actually have a buddy or a mentor that held me accountable. Because, you know, as much as we try, sometimes we kind of start to go off track. And I knew that I needed Something to kind of say, no, Patricia, you need to keep moving forward. And then the other thing I had to constantly do was persevere. I had to, every day I had to persevere. And, and how I did that, Ken, was I took baby steps because I think what people do when they, they keep going and they move forward, they, they, they overwhelm themselves. They take on too big of chunks. And so, and so they feel overwhelmed and then they quit. And I, what I did is decide to do is just take baby steps and so I always felt I accomplished something every day. For, for example, if you go back to the debt, I made sure that I looked at what were the highest interest rates were. The first step I might do was I would call the, uh, you know, the uh, credit card company to see if I could get it reduced as far as the interest rates. So if I did, then I'd pat myself on the back. Then I would take the biggest one and take, pay one off at a time, take, you know, making sure that I, I was accomplishing something, accomplishing something. But also how I did that, I started cutting everything. I literally started looking at, okay, I had lattes every day. I was able to cut $300, $400 off a month just by not drinking lattes. So lots of different things you can do. I mean, this, I actually do a whole course on this these days. Um, when I do mentoring one-on-one, I help people through this. But the sixth thing that I do and I always believed in is I need to serve and I needed to give back to charity. I needed to give back to people and to give value and help people. So, there really are six things to my ultimate form of happiness. And I work these every single day. I, to this day, I work them. I acknowledge that something's going on. I forgive there was a situation. I am constantly changing my mindset, making sure I'm moving forward. I always, I still have a mentor on my side. I have my own cheerleader. And I, I make sure I persevere every single day by not giving up. I, I pat myself on the back and um, I give back. I give back every day. I give back uh, a percentage of my income um, that I make online all the time. So that's how I kind of started, and that's how I, kind of, I live my life uh, right now.
2: Well, that sounds like it would work for anybody, and it sounds like it would yep. get the mindset and the mind frame in the right place. So I'm all in. It's a, it's
0: Tell it's me a a an example. It, of Yeah, it's a definite work. It's a proce- It's a process, and it, it's a formula that if you, you take these steps and look at them every single morning, there's something that probably on them you need to do, like, okay, is my mindset right? Okay, yes, it's my mindset's good. Okay, so that's good. Maybe you're for, if you, maybe something happened the day before, though, you needed to forgive somebody, and you, you need to make a point, like, okay, I, I don't need to use that, and, and it's going to hold me back for moving forward. So little things like this really makes a difference.
2: I totally agree. And mindset's always going to be what actually takes you down or takes you up, because your yep. mind is actually going to prove it right. And it's, it's interesting, but when your mindset has every reason to actually be negative, that's the part where it's going to be so powerfully negative, it's going to just take you down, so you have to shift it.
0: Absolutely, was, and because if you get on that example, roll, and you can actually really tumble down the, 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 the rabbit hole if you're not careful.
2: And what's the example of an affirmation that you um, would say?
0: Honestly, I have several affirmations, and I do a little trick. Uh, I actually do this for fun because I just find it entertaining too. But every month, at the beginning of the month, I'll actually write out a bunch of different, af- different affirmations like, you are awesome, stay positive, you can do it. I actually, have a, I actually made a painting on my wall that says, you got this, um, and put it up on my wall so every time I walk in the room I see it. But I actually, what I did is I took little post notes and put them on, like, you are awesome, you're, you know, stay positive, you can do this. And I put them in different places. Like, I would put them in my clothes, like in a pocket. I would put them in um, I, in, a, in a book, uh, just all over my place or my apartment or in my car. So, that periodically, I would just run into them. I would open it up and go, oh, it, where it says, you are awesome. You know, things like that. Because I'll, I also go in front of the mirror every single morning and say, you, you rock, Patricia. You can do this. You're smart. And I just make a point of doing that every single day, but I love it when I find my little affirmations that I maybe put away like three weeks ago and something pops up. So you've got to do those little things for yourself, and it, it really makes it fun. And I, I try to make, when I changed my life, even when I was in debt, I tried to make it fun because even like going to uh, like the grocery store to go shopping, and I only had, say, I had 20 bucks because I gave myself a, a dollar amount, I said, you've got $20, Patricia. You go and see what you can buy. So I made it a game. I made it fun. I didn't make it so, like, negative, like, oh, my God, I only have $20. $20. What can I buy? You know what I mean?
2: Right. And just to go a little further in the mindset is that when you have the right mindset, you can attract the right type of abundant conversations. And people believe in you because they see that you're actually in abundance because your mindset states that you are. So I want to make sure uh, that we get some contact information for you. So how... How can people reach you, follow you, and then we're going to go to break?
0: Okay. Well, the first thing is go to rahrahrealestate.love. That's my new uh, website that you can just sign up for and you'll find out all content information. And also, you can certainly email me at patricia patricialove.com or go to my Facebook Life Cheerleader. And I, I definitely will, uh, you can hook up with me there too.
2: And people can also hook up with you on the Social welfare Factor. They can just hop on the
0: cruise and meet you there. Absolutely. In fact, I would love for them to come on the cruise and meet me there. I bring my pom-poms, and I bring some uh, fun books <laughs> and different things. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, we're going to talk, talk about your books when we get back uh, from the break. So, see you in a couple minutes.
1: If you are a small business owner or entrepreneur, you may not be aware of the different options available to you in securing business capital in today's market. We discuss and explore these options each week on Small Business Capital America with host Michael Schumacher. There are two primary ways of building business capital. Profits, which are basically higher revenue and reduced expenses, and external, or debt capital. Listen live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Business. in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify.
2: Welcome back. This is Ken Roshan. I am in Tampa, Florida. And the one time I'm not in my city of Washington D.C. I have a guest from Washington State. We could have been the Washington brother-sister here and but at least we're still very, very very far away from each other, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> one one corner of the state to another. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I, I only have to go down a little further uh, in Florida to be completely the furthest I can be from you, I guess, because even Alaska is closer to you, right? And so is Hawaii.
0: Uh, Alaska well, is farther north, but it's uh, Canada is in between Alaska and I.
2: Gotcha. we got we got to make that little pathway so we can get there a little easier.
0: I think so, too. No, we definitely got you. Got to get you up here to Washington State. I'm looking forward to that. We'll definitely do something up here and get some kind of a creative meetings going and events.
2: Well, not to put you on the spot, but I I guess with this experience, uh, I would have potentially written a book based on your formula, too. Did you, did you write a book out of that?
0: Actually, I've written a couple of books, and I'm in the process of writing a book on the ultimate form of happiness, but I also have two other e-books uh, that I have written, absolutely.
2: Oh, you've written e-books? Okay, great. And uh, so did you go through a publisher?
0: No, I have not.
2: Oh, my gosh. You know, with people in a social wow factor that are publishers, you got to kind of take care of your own. I would love to help you get these ebooks to turn into physical books as well as your newest book. And I'd like to take them all across the United States, not just Washington DC and not just Washington State, but every state in the United States. How about that?
0: Well, I'm just gonna i I'm actually standing up right now and my pom poms are flying around waving around right now like woohoo! That would be <laughs> Well with awesome. the message you
2: have uh, I can't wait to get you in oh, my well, I Smiling book. You
0: rock, I've heard you rock the publishing industry. I hear you do that. I know you've done it. I've seen you do it. I follow you. Um, and, I, and I see your, your social media is out there, and you're pumping people up. So I would feel fortunate that you would do that for me. Thank you so much.
2: Well, after hearing your story, Patricia, it would actually be not only an honor, but it would resonate completely with the reason I even have a publishing company. Most people that have a publishing company they're really in the business of printing books and, it, and it's an occupation for me I saw that publishing was really uh, not a service but it was more of a printing company and publishing the old definition of it is that you're actually representing an author and you're making sure their book really gets to market and that their message uh, has impact and that they leave a legacy and so I just want to tell you that with uh, what you just shared in the first segment I would I would be honored to make sure that message was resonating with people that are playing a victim life and are going through a tough period of their life or feel like quitting because um, what you shared is, is what someone has to hear, someone has to read, but someone actually has to have as a, a partner. So I would, I would love to do that.
0: Well, I would love to, and I appreciate it so much, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm a honored um, because I, I, too, agree with you. I, you know, throughout my life I've had a lot of things that have happened to me and I know that I can resonate with a lot of people in different areas of my life because not everybody's been in certain situations, but I can hit on a lot of these situations that, that you know, it is a lot about mindset and that they should never give up because, you, you know, right around the corner is some, something fabulous. I mean, because I changed my life and things, my, my whole world has changed, and it's incredible. I mean it was really good before, but it's great now, um, financially and, uh, you know, relationship-wise and everything else. And so if I can help just one person smile or change their life around, that just makes me warm inside because that's what I love to do. I love helping and changing and mentoring people.
2: So when you're actually helping people in the mentoring process, what, what kind of person comes to talk to you, and, and, and how do you actually, what's the first approach you do with them?
0: Well, right now, I've actually been mentoring realtors and small businesses because I, I'm very good as a, uh, I've, been, I've been in a top percentage <clears throat> in real estate for years, and I'm very good at mentoring small businesses and realtors to actually never make a cold call again. And because I and I do this through referrals and a positive mindset, I blend those two together. So I blend positive mindset and, and business, where they can actually grow their business and never make a phone call again. That's how I grew my business. And so I start off, of course, with mindset. I also start off with a lot of with my formula because my formula really is with somebody. Whether it's, they have to go deep or they maybe it's lighter, it really helps them just move forward because we all have some kind of little baggage. We all have some kind of blockage. We all have something that stops us from really becoming the best we can possibly be. And so I usually like to try and start with that, but they also need a positive mentor that supports them, that rah-rahs them on, that really, you know, gets the pom-poms out and says, hey, you can do this. Because so many of us, we don't really have that. a lot of us, unfortunately, with the social media now, can a lot of people are very alone and even entrepreneurs are very much alone. They know they're doing things on their own, they're traveling like you do and you know, and you, you, you kind of feel like you're left field a lot of times but I like to be that person that can say, hey, reach out to me, text me, call me, whatever. I'm, I'm right here on your side. So I love doing that and I mentor people all the time but basically small business people now and uh, realtors.
2: Well, mentoring is Uh, really the essential ingredient for uh, success because if you do it on your own, you're going to fall on your face a lot and you're not, and you're going to get discouraged, but more importantly, you may never find out how to do it right. And so uh, there's a gentleman named Greg Reed in California who wrote a book called the millionaire mentor. And he actually uh, built that into a program for, you know, you know, underprivileged, either kids or uh, kids with challenges. And so, I have to say that my first book wouldn't have been written if I hadn't had the mentorship of Mark Amtower, who's going to be my guest next week. I'm finally honoring him after seven years by bringing him on my show. Awesome. But he, awesome. he got together with me as often as I wanted to for breakfast and would just share how easy it was to write a book instead of how hard it was. And well, it, the other the exactly. other four mentors that I had, they they all talk about it being easy, which makes it achievable.
0: Well, I think that's the whole idea is that people, you know, words are so powerful. And by saying things are hard, then we make them hard. You know, it, it's like, so it, it, it really is by changing our verbiage and our wordage and our, our uh, vocabulary in so many different things, we change the, the way we look at things. I mean, I love Wayne Dyer. One of my, best, my famous quotes or the quotes I love is, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I look at that also in the words and vocabulary. So when I hear people saying they can't or they won't or they don't, you know, they're already subconsciously saying no to themselves. And I really try to mentor people to really think in a different way and in words and vocabulary too.
2: And you made a comment earlier about uh, tithing and and serving and gratitude. And I just want to say that in the sales game, giving – uh, I mean, serving is such an important part because if you are selling and you're not in the serving mode, what you're doing is you're basically in the bragging mode or the selfish mode, and the other person can't relate to you, so they don't buy from you. But if you're in the exactly. serving mode, you are they're relating the value that, they're, that you're bringing to them. They're relating the problem that you're solving for them. They're relating to the pain that will disappear from them. And I have only, I mean, at my age right now of being in sales for 30-something years, I was doing it correctly in my DJ field, but in the social media field, I had some really big conflicts because I was thinking, you know, I don't know what the ROI is of this social media is. Like, in good conscience, I can't tell a business that they can spend this kind of money and I can guarantee they get a return on that money. So I was in a lot of internal conflict, but really only recently have I seen how social media is social proof, and social proof is actually the world telling the world that uh, a service or a product or a person is worth following, buying from, or they're trustworthy. And so now, I can actually provide a social proof campaign, and I now go into the value that it gives the client. Now the client's very excited about it.
0: Yes, I think that you're right on, and I think anybody in business or entrepreneur, uh, realtor, they need <clears throat> to understand that you need to serve first. Uh, you can't. You got to kind of remove the ego. Um, I removed my ego a long time ago and, and because it's it played very well for me in some ways because there's a lot of people with egos out there. <clears throat> but once we remove the ego and just serve the person, that's one of the w- ways I built my businesses from, for the last 25 years just in real estate that you know, I, I give much more than I'm expecting back because when you do that, you're serving, you're giving value, you're giving things to people, you're helping people and not expecting anything. So I really tried to talk to entrepreneurs first off is to remove the ego and serve first. And um, and, and it, it makes a big, big difference in, in a long-term uh, abundance, you might say. And what comes back to you is nothing but goodness, usually. So... You know, I, I totally agree with what you said. We have to serve first, and that's I, I, what I always believe, and I always will do. I will always give first, and the money will come, and it always has.
2: It does, and uh, it comes back many fold. Like, you can't even really calculate it because it's not a one-for-one. One, it's not even a one-for-ten. It's, it, it's sometimes even well beyond that Absolutely. Uh, because you could actually say it's priceless because when you have that one person that you gave so much service to, and then you're in the biggest find the, in their life and they come through, that's priceless, isn't it? Because they may have been the only one that did.
0: It's Not only priceless, but a lot of times because you've done something that it's out, of the, out of the universe that they just automatically call you. I mean, that's true. kind of what happened to me. I mean, just because I gave the, my, my, the right mindset, the right energy, the right thing, you know, my phone began to ring from people that I never even thought I would call and, you know, I didn't have to say that I was so that I was in debt. It was all more it was more like, Hey, I need to do this and next thing I know everything just exploded. So it it's also what you put out there. You put out good energy, you get back good energy.
2: Right. I, I actually want to share with the audience what it would look like for us to do um, I guess, a role playing of serving because this is a distinction I've actually only made recently, so I'd like to actually just practice even for myself, but If I was to come to you, Patricia, and say, hey, listen, I can help you with your social media. I'd like to tell you how great my social media is and how great uh, my engagement is and all this stuff. All I'm doing is talking about what I get out of social media. But when you shift the conversation and I ask you a question, what would it mean to you, Patricia, if you were considered the best realtor in your area because social media ratings, your reviews, and the engagement, everyone was marketing for you? What would that be worth to you?
0: Oh, well, that'd be worth a lot. Right,
2: I feel like yeah, that shift.
0: But that is the, yeah.
2: that's the example of the exact shift that we're now in a conversation of solving a problem and me bringing value to you instead of the other one, which I cannot believe I was stuck in the other one because I would not go into, I, could, I couldn't right. guarantee it. But now I understand that when I do make me the best, or let's put it another way, you are the best, and when I show the world that you are, how that actually markets you effectively so you don't have to work as hard.
0: Right, and I have to say that that's, probably one of the ways that I have multiplied my income just in the last several years and multiplied my finances because in real estate and also in entrepreneurship or people who have small business, a lot of times it's just I, I, I. I can do this for you. I can do that. I can do that. And it's really not about supporting and helping build that other person at all. And when you start to make that shift, like you just said, Ken, that makes a huge, huge difference. When you support and tell people, I'm going to serve, I'm going to support you, trust me, they're going to want to talk to you.
2: So, in other words, the number one realtor is really the realtor you could search on social media and see the most people writing reviews that they're not only satisfied, but they, they made their day, they made their life better.
0: They made their life better. That's right. And that's why they keep referring people <clears throat> to them. Now, there's always, gonna, there's always people who are just lucky sometimes. <laughs> but then they, sometimes they just hit a, then they hit a wall, and sometimes then they wonder why they hit that wall. But if you want to continually go up and, and, and the, where the, the walls just kind of fall to the side, kind of like, well, I don't want to say Moses, but kind of like the water just opening up, you start serving and supporting others first and not expecting something back. For Here's a good example. I always tell my people, even if I meet somebody <clears throat> that's an entrepreneur or a real estate or a client of mine or whatever, I always tell them, I want to be your resource, so I would like to be help you. So if you ever have just a call or you want to get some information from me, you want to you know, get some, uh, uh, a referral from me, and they have may not even have purchased from me, You know, I want, please give me a holler because I want to be able to help you. Because once you start helping people, then they feel like they love and they trust you and they want to work with somebody that's actually giving them value. So I am actually I, I used to call it I'm a, I was on their speed dial, but you know speed dial we don't really have that anymore. So you know it's uh, I'm, I'm basically I'm their person, just like their go-to girl. If they think real estate, I'm the I'm the button they push, whether they want to buy a house or not, and that's what I love because I am now their source and I'm supporting them no matter what.
2: So what would be um, who would be a mentor that you? would like to give a shout-out to that made a difference in your life?
0: Well, since I'm sure he's looking down, I would probably have to say uh, Wayne Dyer. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he definitely is probably surrounding and looking down. Uh, My other mentor, I will have to say, and again, she's not here either, uh, is my sister Ginger. She mentored me and gave me many, many things. She came from a world of, uh, she was gay in the 60s, and she was the strongest woman and the mentor that I would have to say that she, in some ways, even though she's not here, she's still my mentor. I hear her, I feel her, and so uh, that's what would probably be the one I'd biggest, biggest shout out. Um, I definitely have several mentors that are You know, like, gosh, I I look at even as you and Orly and uh, Joyce and all these people that I met on the ship as mentors in a lot of ways because I learn every single day from them, also through social media. I listen. I look. And so I I like to look at a lot of different people. So, um, yeah. So I probably just have to say it that way at this point.
2: Well, I know that um, your book, your books, when they come out, can, are going to be books that actually help people solve problems and are going to inspire, but what are some books that have actually made a big difference in your life?
0: Well, I will have to say, um, again, Thinking for Rich, still love that book. I like to, re, I, to uh, reread it periodically. I think that uh, it's something that uh, you never, you never know enough about. Yeah, because you keep listening and keep reading things. Um, The other one I really, really love is by John Atheriff. It's The Answer. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that one, but I really love that book too. So that's probably one of my top favorites. Um, There's another book. uh, It's by uh, Barbara Stanley and it's about kind of helping women. I can't remember the name of it at the top of my head, and I wish I had it right here to tell you about it, but it's Barbara Stanley. It's one of her first books that she wrote, uh, I think one of them is called The Sacred Success, but it's, it's something, it's, it's really realizing your worth, especially women, realizing your worth and that they can do anything and, and through money and stuff because a lot of women have a tendency to believe that they're, they're limited in making money for some reason. I, and my belief is you break through that glass ceiling because uh, there is, should be no glass ceiling at all. So, um, and I've constantly broke through it on a regular basis, but I like to try, try to help women. Uh, break through that also. So those are probably one of my two top favorite books that I like reading.
2: Okay, so to go a little deeper, and by the way, I'm, I'm starting to work on a book called Amplified Gold Nuggets. So what we're doing is we're going to go through each show and find the gold nuggets and basically make a a page about the person, a page about the wisdom and knowledge. So I was uh, going to ask you to go back to each of those books, and you said that you've read Think and Grow Rich multiple times, and that you get something new out of it each time. Would you mind just sharing one or two things that you've learned or gotten out of revisiting that book?
0: Well, I'd have to say the biggest thing is the mindset because that whole book is really based on mindset and how you, you look at things. And there's also, if you go online, you can actually listen to him. I don't know, have you heard these before? There's a, they actually have the, the recordings of his, uh, of his book. And yes phenomenal. They're back from the, like, the 50s, I think it is. And the same thing he said back then is so true to this day about believing in yourself and also, you know, imagining and seeing yourself in that abundance, seeing yourself already there. And that's <clears throat> what they, they talk about on a regular basis. And those probably the things that I constantly like to believe in is I want to always... I, I don't just... Uh, imagine myself in abundance, I believe I'm in the abundance. I believe I'm in that car if I wanted to buy that car. Whatever you want at that time, I actually place myself there and uh, and, it, and it happens. And it comes true. So you have to believe it's your whole soul. So I think that that's where, from the uh, Napoleon Hills, that's what I took out the most from them.
2: That's a really good point and uh, just to piggyback on that, it's Not just that full belief all the way with the soul, but the integrity that you're backing it up with, that you're willing to make it so. For instance, if I was to tell someone I'm $5,000 or $10,000 or $20,000 a day to do social media and photography, it really doesn't matter what that amount is. If I am congruent with that value, that value will already give the return to the person making that investment,
0: Absolutely, you have to believe that you're that worth. You have to believe if you believe you're worth five hundred dollars, you're worth (laughs) five hundred dollars. Right. I believe I'm priceless. You know. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, and I think you really have to believe that. You have to believe that you're. You know. And I look back into my life, and and I also want to make sure that you know you and you're well. You're younger than I am, but I also want people to know that at any age or any time or any you know. It, whoever you are, you can make a change no matter what, if you really true believe. I mean, I, I changed my life again when I was 57 years of age and changed it completely. So you can do things at any age as long as you believe and you believe that you're worth it because you've you are. You honestly are. We all, I believe every one of us has a gift and the world is just waiting for us to share out the gifts. And Sometimes, and, you, and I think people do know their gifts, but they just believe that they're not good enough gifts when that's not true because we're so individual-like because so, there's so many different chefs, there's so many different cooks. If they didn't believe they were, they were all gifted, right, so we wouldn't have all these great cookbooks. So, and they're right. all slightly different, you know? So, I mean, everybody has gifts. And I, you know, if nothing else, I want everybody to believe that they have a gift and they need, and we're waiting for them to share it with the world.
2: Well, this this interview show conversation has been phenomenal. We still have a couple more minutes. I'd like you to share again how people can reach you, and I'd like to share a couple quotes you live by.
0: Okay. Uh, First off, they can get a hold of me at rahrahrealstate.love. You can sign up and get my uh, some uh, pom pom uh, excitement. Also, you can go to Facebook and go to Life Cheerleader and I certainly be, can be contacted, contacted there. And if somebody wanted to email me, I'm more than happy to talk to them at Patricia at PatriciaLove.com. My quotes, I guess, again, I'm a, I, I still live by the one. I mean, this is to my top one. Because the bad, bad point, it's always Wayne Dower if I change the way you look at things, the things you look at change.
2: Very good. Well, that will be one of the key nuggets we make sure is very present uh, on, the, on the pages that are going to be featuring you. So anything else you'd like to add that you're doing next? What's, what, what are you excited about doing next in life?
0: You know, I'm really excited about, I'm actually uh, starting a little bit uh, different little business. Not so much different, but I'm working on a lot of referrals uh, with real estate because I love <coughs> traveling. And there's a couple really fun things I'm doing. So I'm actually referring agents all over the world now and all over the states. And, and uh, not only just coming to, Washington, because I've I built another team so that I can have people be, have great service, but I'm also referring out to all over the uh, United States and the world to, uh, for buyers and sellers, and I'm giving them uh, top two or three real estate agents they can talk to so that they don't have to go through the stress of trying to find them. So that's one thing I'm doing. The other thing, which is the most fun thing is while I'm traveling and doing travel vlogging Ken, is that I am in search of the best cinnamon rolls out there and in addition <laughs> to that the best margarita pizza so i am going to different cities and i'm asking to call out for people that if they you know think they have the best cinnamon rolls or the best margarita pizza please contact me because i may be traveling to that city soon and then they will probably get written up on my uh, blog and and my on my uh, pages and different things so uh, that's. I, I'm just really looking forward to a lot of fun stuff happening. So, but definitely go to real estate, uh, real estate. and you're going to find out a lot more fun things are going to be happening.
2: Well, I love margarita pizzas. I mean, they are heaven, right? Arndo. Right,
0: right, and cinnamon rolls. I mean, what are the two best things ever? Yeah, they're, they're great
2: right? too. I just, I just want to say, Patricia, you have the best last name, of course, Love. But you need to have a social media photographer with you to make sure they're capturing the delight and the beauty I do. of these. <laughs> well, <No>.
0: good. <laughs> I I'm in complete agreement with you, Ken. I complete agreement with you on that one. Absolutely. And I'm probably going to be coming to Tampa. In fact, you guys better send me, your friends better send me where they think the top cinnamon roll is, the top margarita pizza, so I can go down there, I can um, eat it, and I can start writing about it. Because between that and real estate, I'm going to have a ball and I'm mentoring people and I'm, I'm just, everything is just wonderful right now. I'm just, and, and I'm excited about our wow factor coming out, you know, so, you know social wow factor coming up. It's going to be a blast. What a great year this is.
2: Yes, it is. Well, Patricia Love, you have been amplified. We loved having you on the show. Can't wait to see you on the cruise. And uh, thank you very much for being on the show.
0: Thank you for having me, Ken. Take care. Thanks. Bye.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.